Hello and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running a record label and we talk about how to take the mystery out of running a record label. And today I want to talk about a very important topic uh, and it's a little bit to do with marketing and finances. And we're talking about multiple revenue streams and why multiple revenue streams as a record label Gosh, as any business is important, and we talk about this with our guests, any chance we can get, we get some ideas for multiple revenue streams. And so today we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about what are multiple revenue streams. I'll try not to be too patronizing, but I want to make sure everyone understands it just in case some of us here um, aren't fully versed in the concept of multiple revenue streams. So I want to go through that. I want to talk about why they're important and why they're essential for any business, but but why specifically they're essential for record labels. And then we're going to look at how we can uh, actually get multiple revenue streams for our record label. And I have some examples that I've used personally and that I know that our record labels on the show have used. And so I have some examples of, of other revenue streams that you can use for your record label. So we're going to dive all into this topic of multiple revenue streams. As I was preparing for this episode today, I was realizing that um, some of what I'm talking about should be uh, written out for you. And so I'm, I'm going to put today's episode into a PDF. And if you go to otherrecordlabels.com slash revenue, you can download the notes from today's episode just because it's going to get a little bit kind of financial and heady and weird. And so I want to make sure you have access to that. Go to otherrecordlabels.com slash revenue, and uh, I'll put all, all of my notes in there. Um, what are multiple revenue streams? Um, I, and again, I don't mean to be patronizing, but think of, uh, I mean, the, the original analogy, think of, of streams uh, flowing into a bigger body of water. So when you look at a giant lake, that lake didn't just appear there. It was fed into by all of these smaller and sometimes medium-sized uh, brooks and creeks and revenue streams. And so, not revenue streams, water streams. And so that's kind of where we get that analogy from is when we as a record label or any business looks at our total revenue for a month or for the entire year, generally that's made up from uh, multiple sources. And so for a record label, that would be digital streaming platforms like Apple Music and, and Tidal and Spotify. It could also mean other sites like Bandcamp. It could mean physical merchandise or live events. Or if you also offer label services, that can be some revenue. And so when you look at all of those uh, different sources of revenue, they all feed into your total revenue. And so that's what we mean when we're talking about multiple revenue streams. Now, why are they important? They are essential for any business because it's extremely arduous, extremely difficult to make one, we go back to that body of water, to make that one big body of water uh, without having all of these streams that are feeding into it. And so for us, when we look at whatever our annual revenue goal is, and I know for all of us, it's completely different. And, and for some of you out there, your annual goal might be a thousand dollars. It might be ten thousand dollars. It might be a million dollars. It might be a hundred thousand. I've heard from all across the board, all of our labels in our community. Uh, that goal is completely different. Whatever that bigger total revenue number is, that's hard to achieve when we think of saying, okay, let's say I'm going to use for easy math here. I'm going to say, let's say that every label 
wants to make $1,000 a month. And so that means $12,000 on the year. That's a really great goal to have, by the way, and it's not easy to do. And if we have labels who have who are exceeding that, that's awesome. That's that's really challenging to do. But for a, a new label, aiming for 1000 a month is, uh, is a big deal. And so I'm going to use that number because it's easy math. Uh, and so if I look at that total revenue of $12,000 for the whole year, that number is very intimidating. That's hard to do. If I said to you, go out and get $12,000, that's very difficult. But all of a sudden, if we start to break it down, we say, okay, now it's $1,000 a month. And from that $1,000, we're going to have 10 revenue streams that are making $100 each. And so it's really important to have uh, all of these streams because it makes it easier for us to reach that goal. And we're going to dive into that in a second. Let's go deeper into the why, because we really want to understand why it's important to have multiple revenue streams. Number one, it puts less pressure on any one specific initiative. I think that's really important. Uh, let's say, going back to what I was saying just a couple seconds ago, let's say that we had two people and we both wanted them to make $100 and I sent them both out onto the street to go make $100. And I said to person number one, you have to go to his, knock on as many doors as possible at, until you find one person who will give you $100, no questions asked. And then I said to another person, the second person, I said, you need to go outside and knock on as many doors as possible until you find a hundred people who will give you $1. The second options kind of sounds a little bit more doable, even though the first option, you just have to find one lucky person who's going to be generous and give you a hundred dollars. Um, but the second person is just going to have to knock on a tons of doors, but getting $1 from someone uh, is, is a lot easier than getting $100 from someone else. And so that's kind of the way we want to look at revenue streams is it all of a sudden puts less pressure on that one person who has to go and find one house that will give them $100. And now all of, we're thinking, okay, let's find 100 houses that gives us $1. Or maybe in that example, we find 10 houses that gives us $10 or 20 houses that gives us $5. You understand? And so I find that one of the, the greatest things about multiple revenue streams is it takes pressure off of any single revenue stream. And so if Spotify or streaming is our main source of income and we put all of this pressure on it, when you have all of these other streams like um, sync licensing or publishing or merch or label services, or maybe you're a recording studio and you offer mastering or mixing services, all of a sudden it takes this pressure off of some of our our primary revenue streams, which leads us to the um, second reason why multiple revenue streams are important. And that is we need to think of it as revenue insurance. Let me give you an example of what I mean by revenue insurance. Think of Disney as an example. Um, Disney uh, is a really big company. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, their main source of income is theme parks and movies. And when the pandemic hit, in the spring of 2020, all of a sudden the movie theaters were closed. So nobody could go and see any of the Marvel films or Disney or Pixar movies. And their theme parks closed as well, which is a huge thing. So their two main sources of revenue immediately dried up to zero, not to mention retail stores were closed as well. And lucky for them, they had come up with Disney Plus in the fall of 2019. And so now while people are locked at home, everyone jumped over to the uh, to Disney Plus and was stuck at home watching Disney Plus. Without that initiative to create Disney Plus, they would have been left with almost nothing 
when the pandemic hit. Having this a streaming platform that was completely different from their other properties gave them this revenue insurance. Now, they lost a ton of money. Who cares? They have a ton of money, but at least they had this backup source. And so that's one of the reasons why we want to think about having extra streams of income as this safety net. It's an insurance for our revenue because sometimes things disappear. I mean, we used to have, my label, we used to have uh, this great contact at iTunes, not Apple Music, actual iTunes. This was like eight or nine years ago. A really nice person there who would essentially take all of our new releases and put them up on the homepage of like the singer-songwriter page on iTunes, give us this nice banner for a couple of weeks. That and um, opportunity for us earned us like at least like a hundred digital album sales in the week that the banner was up easily, like just strangers clicking through, listening for a couple seconds and then paying $9.99 to buy the album. And so that opportunity was incredible for us. However, and I'll tell you, honestly, I leaned on that like a crutch because I knew that, hey, at least we're going to sell a hundred digital copies because we have this one person who supports our releases. Well, Fast forward to today, obviously iTunes is dried up. It's not what it is. I don't even know if it's still operating. Honestly, I think I saw like one album sale come in in the past like three months versus everything else that comes in through Apple Music or Spotify. So all of a sudden, this source of revenue has dried up entirely. Well, that's okay because we have other things. We have the streaming platforms now and we have Bandcamp, which is huge for us. And we have our own email lists, which drives people to different platforms. And so, and then of course, shows and live events. So when something like this happens and, and, and having this multiple revenue streams to act as income insurance for us is really necessary in this ever-changing landscape of commerce and e-commerce that we have where something like iTunes can be huge and then all of a sudden it's gone. The final reason why I think multiple revenue streams are important for independent record labels is this diversifying of opportunity. Uh, very much like a stock portfolio when people pick lots of different stocks instead of putting all of their money uh, onto one stock, they have all of these different opportunities. And if all of them do really well, they get really rich. If some of them do poorly, but they have some backup options. So what I like to think about, we've been talking about insurance and we've been talking about taking pressure off things. We've been talking about the negative side of business and that's why we have multiple revenue streams. But for a second, I want to talk about the positive side and that's increasing our opportunities. So the more revenue streams you have, the more opportunities you have for an artist to be successful. And so if that means that um, you have a great partner who helps place your music on movies and television and commercials, then that's more opportunities you're going to have. If you have more digital platforms that you're on, if you have more curators out there who are familiar with your label and your releases, who support your releases, more blogs who like you, all of these different things that you have, it just increases your opportunity for your artist to be heard, for the new releases to break even, and for your artist to earn a living and for you to earn revenue. So I like to think of this positive perspective of diversifying opportunity uh, and, and, and for our artists to have more ways to be heard. Before I let you go, I want to give you some uh, examples of multiple revenue streams. And, and obviously, you can take out a pen and paper and write, write out 100 uh, tiny little ones. And, and this is, remember, going back, and, and here's what I would suggest you do, and I'll put this on our, on our website when you go to otherrecordlabels.com slash revenue. But um, I think it's important to have like a, an Excel sheet 
uh, or a Google Doc, and maybe you already have this already, or Google Sheet, um, where across the top, you list all of your sources of revenue. And so, you know, we've, uh, for example, my label, we've taken some songs and we've cut them up and taken the vocals out and just left a, a couple of the bed instruments. And we've put them up on a site like Audio Jungle to license to uh, filmmakers and, and stuff like that, just reusing drum beats and, and different parts of songs. And that brings in, it used, at one time it was a couple hundred dollars a year. Now it brings in like maybe a hundred dollars a year. I don't even know, but the songs are there. We don't add to it anymore, but that's one line on this sheet. And so all across the top, I have all of these things. I have digital, I have Bandcamp, I have live events. I have, maybe I have consulting fees you do, or you have mastering or mixing or um, you know, merch that you sell. I don't know. There's, there's millions of different sources of it, revenue. And then you line them up all in the spreadsheet and then you add them and they all add up and you realize, oh, wow, all of these things add up. And that's the benefit of multiple revenue streams. We've talked to some labels who have done in-person sales, like they go to flea markets. That's really cool. Um, retail and wholesale, uh, for example, um, streaming. We did that. We talked about multiple revenue streams a lot in our episode with Fire Talk Records. I don't know if you've heard that episode, but make sure you listen to it. Sync licensing, catalog music. That's kind of like what I talked about with Audio Jungle, taking some of your instrumentals and and putting them into to uh, catalog where you get less than having a song placed on a TV show, but it gets used a little bit more frequently. Uh, label merch. Label services, offering some of your services uh, as a record label to people who aren't on your roster. Uh, live events, putting on shows and workshops. Workshops, teaching people how to do things and helping people. That can be really good. Mixing and mastering if you're a recording studio. Uh, I, I would love to hear from you. You know, Send me an email, podcast at otherrecordlabels.com or leave a comment and let me know if you have a unique revenue stream. I think it's really important for us to all have revenue streams that are unique to us. I know record labels who uh, who make cassettes at home and who offer that as a service to other labels who don't know how to make their own cassettes at home. Whatever it is that's unique to you, you could make one of your revenue streams. By the way, before I let you go, one final point. I think it's important to use this concept in the way you run your record label as a whole, not just financially. For example, when we're looking at promoting an album campaign or an album release uh, or a new album, the success of that campaign, and we talk about this extensively in our marketing course, but the success of that campaign comes from compounding all sorts of different initiatives. It doesn't come from one huge TV placement, although that's great, or one huge editorial Spotify playlist, although that's great. But it often comes from the compounding of daily posts from the artists and and behind the scenes videos and Q and A's with the artists and the artists going on tour and meeting people and uh, a tweet from some journalist or a tweet from a friend or your friend sharing it on Instagram. Uh, all of these things compound into one big successful record label. So when we're talking about multiple revenue streams here on the show. This concept can also be applied to how you run your record label, that it's not a success or whatever it is that you define as success doesn't come from doing one specific thing, but it actually comes from doing hundreds of little things that all kind of compound and build up into this big snowball of whatever. <laughs> okay, I think it's time to go. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Go to otherrecordlabels.com slash revenue where I... 
will put a lot of the kind of confusingness of today into this episode, uh, into a, a PDF for you to download. Otherrecordlabels.com slash revenue. Thank you for being a listener.